Today on Prospectology, we're getting after the quarterback. Stay tuned to find out how the DNs stack up in this year's draft class. After a quick word from our sponsors. What's up all you Prospectology fans? It's your host, Luch. And today, we're talking about the defensive end class uh, coming out in the 2021 NFL Draft. Um, And today I'm talking about my top 10 ranking uh, defensive end class. A lot of good names to have on on my top 10 list, but it was very hard because a lot of these players... I couldn't I couldn't add into my top ten, but uh they easily could be there. There's so many good names and I'll have to get through um some more at a later episode, but getting right into it, if you want to get after the quarterback, these are some of the guys to look at uh for your NFL teams in the upcoming draft. Starting with the number one rated player for me is none other than Gregory Rousseau out of uh, the University of Miami. Uh, He's number 15. Uh, He has also opted out of the 2020 season, so you have to go check out uh, 2019 film on him. And had a a monster year, uh, 15 and a half sacks, uh, which I believe is, if not the most in the country, it was top three. Um... And he just got better as the year went on. But my notes on him, he's 6'6", 260 pounds, uh, got great length, uh, uses his hands to disengage off blocks and able to uh, get extension um, when he makes first contact to be able to use his pass rush moves to get into the backfield, which he was uh, in the backfield quite a bit, had Tons of, he had like 19 and a half tackles for a loss last year. So he, he lives in the backfield. And they play him at multiple spots. They, they kicked him in on the defensive tackle spot, which he rushed there. He could rush on the outside. But got great length. Uses his hands well, as I said. Uh, flexible ankles to bend tight angles to get around the edge and then use that length to either knock the ball out of the quarterback's hands or rip it. However, uh, needs to use a little bit more pass rush moves, needs to get more tools in the tool belt, as we say. And uh, I'd like to see him use his length for uh, batting down passes in the passing lane and and just getting his hands active there uh he has the length you might as well use it if he can't get to the quarterback which he does consistently uh and he needs to improve technique whether that's pass rush moves which he does need um or just showing up some some little things like technique foot technique or hand techniques able to disengage off blocks because you see him on tape and sometimes he kind of stays with the block when if he had some more refined technique, he would be able to disengage and be able to make a little bit more plays than he already does. Uh, Number two on my list is Quincy Roche. Um, Came over to the University of Miami from Temple. 
Uh, he's number 90, 6'4", 235 pounds, explosive off the snap, uh, got great vision to uh, react to the offensive tackle and uh, know how to attack him. Got violent hands, uh, keeps his pads uh, nice and clean. Uh, but his pursuit effort, uh, it's lacking because you'll see plays go to uh, the other side of him and and he's kind of jogging to the football. So I'd like to see a little bit more hustle there. <clears throat> but uh, And needs to add a little bit more mass at 235 if he's going to be playing as a strictly a defensive end at the next level. He's going to have to add a little bit more weight, I'd like to see, because uh, he's a little too light to play that position. Now, if you want to play him as like a hybrid, uh, like Von Miller type, not saying he is Von Miller, but want to play him like that, then he could afford to maybe gain a, a few pounds. But if he wants to be strictly a defensive end, he's going to have to get that weight up, which I have no problem he uh, will be able to do. <clears throat> Number three on the list, probably one of my favorite prospects in this year's draft in general, um, is Hamilcar Rashid Jr. from Oregon State. He's number nine, six four, two hundred and thirty eight pounds. Uh, plays on the defensive line quite a bit for the the Beavers in that front seven, but also can got some pretty good coverage skills. Got some good range, uh, loose hips, athletic ability. Uh, he's slippery to get his hands on, and uh, he lives in the backfield. Makes a lot of tackles for a loss. Just. Uh, got good speed to be able to burst through gaps and, and make plays in the backfield. Uh, also needs to fill out his frame. A little leaner of a player. Uh, I could see him as a, also that Von Miller type. I could see him excelling there as a outside linebacker, uh, defensive end type hybrid. Uh, Niza uses hands more, and uh, Niza refine his uh, pass rush moves. But absolutely love him as a prospect, and I look forward to seeing him be uh, someone who drafts him get an absolute steal because he can do a little bit of everything he can cover. Um, he can rush the passer, and if he refines some of those uh, pass rush moves, then uh, watch out because he's a force to be reckoned with. Uh, number four is from Wake Forest, Carlos Basham Jr., uh, he's number 18, 6'5", 275 pounds, more of a typical defensive end and a 4'3". Uh, very balanced. Uh, he's able to identify blocking schemes fast, and he's able to uh, uh, counter the offensive tackle or guard and with their moves. Uh, he has tons of tools as a rusher. Um, his best tool is a rip move, but he does execute uh, spin moves, uh, jab and club, uh, a bull rush. So he does have a lot of tools to uh, to use, but not too twitchy or flexible. You won't see him really uh, be able to really bend his ankles and get a uh, 
gumby ankles, so to speak, and get around the edge in a hurry. Uh, he's just not that type of player. Uh, and I'd like to see a little bit more pop in his hands. He's got adequate power in his hands and knows where to place them, but if he had that initial pop uh, off the off the snap, then uh, it will he'll be a force. Uh, number five is from the University of Michigan, and his name is Aiden Hutchinson, and uh, he's number ninety-seven, six-five, two hundred and seventy-eight pounds. Got good body control, and he's an athlete. Uh, ver- he's very versatile. They play him at defensive end. Uh, they play him at right and left defensive end. Uh, he can play three tech, one tech, uh, nose. Uh, they they move him all over um, that defensive line at Michigan. Uh, he's more of a power rusher. Uh, he's very fluid at the line of scrimmage. Um, wins with a rip and dip. Uh, has high motor in uh, pursuit, taking pursuit angles. Uh, got a, a little bit of an inexperience. He only has 13 starts to his name and uh, tends to get stuck on blocks a little bit. If you go back and watch the Alabama um, bowl game last year, uh, tends to kind of, with double teams and stuff like that, even one-on-ones in that game, he kind of str- struggled to uh, get off blocks there. But uh, looking, he's number five because I, I absolutely love the potential to uh, refine him at the next level. And uh, I'd look for a big year uh, from him this year if the Big Ten was playing. So it's kind of a shame, but got to keep these players safe. Uh, number six is Patrick Jones the second out of Pittsburgh. Uh, number 91, he's 6'5", 260. Got good core strength, uh, quick off the line of scrimmage. Will attack the outside shoulder and uh, dip and rip to uh, get into the backfield and penetrate gaps. Uh, hand technique can uh, can grow, so it's not too bad of a, a negative, but need to see him uh, use those hands a little bit more. Um, and then I'd like to see him get better with uh, his extension with his hands. He plays a little close. Um, and winning on first contact, so f- like to use his skill of getting off the ball quick, and uh, just give him a little more technique to be able to disengage quicker and and make more plays. Uh, number seven is Xavier Thomas out of Clemson. Uh, he's number three, six two, two sixty five, a little shorter for a defensive end. Very young, though. He turned 20 in December last year. So plenty of room for for growth. Uh, High effort, high hustle guy. Physical tackler. Uh, He has very good functional strength. Uh, Needs to develop more of a pass rush plan. Can't just throw yourself into the offensive tackle and figure out what you want to do. You got to have a plan of attack, and uh, which... For him being so young, he will develop that as time goes. Um, and it plays a little bit too upfield. I like to see him sustain and uh, be very stout at the line of scrimmage to fill his gaps. But nonetheless, a very good player that has 
a high ceiling and room to grow. You can kind of mold him into the player that you want him to be. Uh, number eight is Witty Paye, and uh, he's from Michigan. Number 19, 6'4, 277 pounds. They got some good playmakers on that defensive line at Michigan. Uh, it's a shame we don't get to see him this year, but he wins against double teams, um, and he's good at the point of attack. Uh, he's able to collapse angles to uh, create soft edges, uh, maintaining the edge or setting the edge. Uh, the negatives are his length and doesn't have a lot of bend or flexibility uh, coming off the edge. Uh, number nine is Joe Tryon. Uh, it's from the University of Washington. He's number nine, six four, two hundred and fifty one pounds. Uh, good agility. Uh, he's very athletic, balanced, has great body control, um, good mobility, uh, length and range to affect the passing lanes. Needs to be better at holding the point of attack, just like Xavier Thomas, um, which he'll learn as he develops. But uh, Joe needs to hold a point of attack and fill those gaps and be able to make plays there. And then I'd like to see him be a little bit more physical and violent. Um, obviously, we won't get to see him do that this year with the Pac-12 also opting out of the fall season. But uh, tends, uh, I'm not saying that he doesn't uh, play aggressive, uh, but I'd like to see him be a little bit more tenacious when uh, attacking offensive tackles. And lastly, uh, like I said at the beginning, it's so hard to pick a top 10. Um, the top three are pretty clear uh, for most people, but there's a lot of interchangeable uh, prospects that they could easily be in my top 10, but uh, just didn't make the cut. But number 10 is Jason Away, and he's from Penn State. Um, have to get his number, uh, but he is 6'5", 257 pounds. Um, he has all the tools in his tool belt. All the pass rushing uh, tools, uses them all. He's an athletic freak, athletic monster. Uh, he's long, twitchy. He's got great bend. Uh, quick out of his stance. Uh, doesn't really, doesn't give his chest often. So, doesn't give the uh, offensive tackle space in his chest to get his hands on. Able to turn his shoulders in crash gaps or get skinny, as we like to say, and and slide in between the gaps, whether it's splitting double teams or just penetrating a gap. Um, but he's very raw. Didn't get a lot of playing time last year. Uh, and uh, needs to have a little bit more rush counters. Has all the skills to be... A dominant pass rusher at the next level, but needs to uh, know when he's engaged in that first initial move that he attacks the offensive tackle with, has to have another plan in his head to be able to counter it and counter the offensive tackle's move. So those are my top 10 defensive end prospects coming out this year. Like I said, at Prospectology, we're getting you ready for the 2021 NFL Draft. One prospect at a time. 
If you love to talk football, you can talk football all day. Hit me up on my Twitter, at Luch Bryant. I'd like to hear some of your favorite defensive end prospects, whether it's on my list or they're not. And some, uh, just some input of how we can make the show better and get you guys uh, more involved. Uh, but I appreciate the support and just look for me again on another episode of Prospectology.